Everybody ready? Come on, let's go. Hey yo, what's up? This is Rick Thorne. Welcome to the Rick Thorne Show. On this episode, I got the very talented Kanye Sesser. She's a skateboarder, a model, an actress. Her story is so inspiring. You're going to love this interview. I'm going to call her right now. Let's do this. Uh, what's up? How you doing? Hi, how's it going? I'm doing nice good. Nice to meet you. Yeah, nice to meet you too. All right, I can hear you better with this. Um, Perfect. Yeah, nice to meet you. Uh, sorry for the inconvenience with all this. Um, I don't know why my GoPro wasn't connecting, but yeah, nice to finally meet you. I I saw that you left a comment on uh, the Shove It Tacos, uh, uh, I guess like a post they did. And then I, yeah. I found out about you and I was fascinated with the fact that like, you know, that you skate and all the things that you do. And I'd like to get to know more about you. And I think that, that you're an inspiration. I think a lot of people would like to get to know about you. Um, I looked you up online and and- and you can you talk about your story? Like, I mean, first off, everybody out there, uh, Kenya, right? That's how you say your name, Kanye. Kanye. Okay, Kanye. Kanye. Uh, she's a skater, and you have no legs, and this is amazing to me. How? Thank how, you. <laughs> how were you born with no legs? Well, first of all, I just want to give a shout out to my family, Shove It Tacos. I actually met them through my other friend Oscar Loretto, who is also an adaptive skate um, skater as well. He has one leg but he used a prosthetic and then he has um half an arm like half of two arms and he's a rad skater we went to the x games and do tour together so right. oscar is like my brother and um and that's how i met shove it tacos was just through you know connection of community of skateboarders and uh and then i saw them again at shred fest and actually that's how i also met my soulmate that is also friends with shove it tacos randy and tim so this might be a surprise for them but <laughs> Hey, that's cool. Hey, that's way cool. Yeah, those guys and those guys are awesome. I know them through a lot of different events and stuff. Um, and he actually said to me because we did we did an event at the uh, skate park the other day for bikes, and he's like, "Yo, you're gonna interview uh, interview her?" And I was like, "Yeah, I am." And he was all stoked. So yeah, they're he's big so fans. Stoked. Actually, I totally forgot. Like, um, that's how what like too is just like um, not just the fact that he's friends with my friend Oscar. But they were a big fan of me um, when I went to the Adaptive Skate WCMX event in Fontana Skate Park. And they were like, wow, hey, we want to give you a T-shirt. We we follow you. And I love that. I'm like just making people's day because, you know, in general. So that, yeah. Yeah, it's awesome. It's awesome. I mean, you know, uh, being, you know, I, I knew a guy that skated once before. He eventually, uh, unfortunately, passed away. And he had one leg and his name was John Comer. And I don't know if you're familiar with John Comer or not. That's, that's, that's Oscar's best friend. And, and Oscar, we're trying to raise money to have the skate park in Dallas, Texas to change you to John Comer skate park. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's Oscar's best friend. And he, he's so, he was so devastated when he passed away because there was a lot of times where my best friend, he would like if like there's so many things that I want to talk to John Comer about, like, you know, how much like, you know, how much I succeeded, need some help with guidance and all that stuff. So it's just so crazy how every everyone is connected in the skateboarding yeah. community. No, it is. And that's the thing I, I admire about skating, um, you know, compared to uh, not to say that we don't have that in bike riding because we do. But it just seems like what I always liked about skating 
is, and I've always been around skaters, is that it's about skateboarding. You know what I mean? It's not so much like there's just so many different pockets and avenues and so many different people that that skate. And now so many people do that with riding as well. But that's one thing I always admire, admire is it feels like it's one, when you get past all the shallowness and all the BS and all this, it goes back to like skating. And that's what you guys admire in each other and have that connection. And it's universal. It's badass. And we, we yeah. have the same with bike riding for sure, even more than ever now. But I've always admired that. And even if it's like, you know, we got a guy that rides, he has one leg and he's a BMXer and he kills it. This guy absolutely kills it. And so, you know, it's just like you're, you're living proof like John and like my other friends that you could do whatever you want to do. And skateboarding is what brought you together. I'm just living it. Just yeah. living it. Yeah. Well, yeah. Skateboarding is a lifestyle. Yeah, absolutely. Well, yeah. I mean, it's, it's a lifestyle. I mean, you know, like all the sports are. Uh, like, like the United States sells itself as a lifestyle. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> it's a joke. It's a joke. It's a joke. <laughs> Let's not go there. Just kidding. I'm just kidding. I know. I know. I'm, I, I know. keep, I keep politics out of everything. I, I'm very unpolitical person. I don't get into politics. I was just trying to be funny, yeah. but I know. Um, <laughs> yeah. So when, when did you start skating? Like how old so, were you? Okay. So first of all, I was found on the side of the road when I was just a month old as a baby in Pakchong, Thailand, actually a woman and a man found me on the side of the road, kind of like in the country area when they were going to the market. And I was there maybe around, I don't know, like a day, but definitely shows the fact that someone just dropped me off there. And they took me in and then they unwrapped me and found out that I was like born without legs there was no indications of any amputation because you know in countries like thailand and china and all those like foreign countries sometimes that you know gangsters would kidnap kids and um amputate their legs for to become beggars for money sometimes or who knows what happens but luckily i was not one of those and i was just blessed with the you know blessed and um uh, they called the Pak Chung hospital to take me in to, uh, to pretty much like, you know, take me, like check me out and try to see who can claim me. Nobody wanted to claim me. So that means that I was definitely born at a home or somewhere that's like no documents or anything like that. And, um, and then, uh, the nurses pretty much raised me, um, ever since until I was adopted, but they didn't want me to take me to a foster care because they didn't trust that system. And they want to protect me at all costs because I was kind of like already starting my spotlight out there, but for kind of like, Hey, try to find me reasons, you know? And, um, the nurses, I was around mostly women. So, uh, I got to go back to Thailand and kind of like re like visit my roots where I was found. And I have a video of that and, and pictures. And then, um, uh, the nurses showed me how to take care of myself, not to be dependent on other people. So that's probably why my independency and stubbornness of like, you know, asking for help is a little like <laughs> low on that. But, uh, but I learned now that I'm older, I learned that it's okay for help and stuff. But the nurses kind of just like took me to their, like, you know, off their wings and just, love me unconditionally and show me what life and love is about and um kind of went through my own obstacles in my own ways i learned how to walk on my hands on my own climb on things they were surprised that i could do that i was a very smart kid and then i was adopted around uh march of uh, march 1995 no yeah march 1998 actually 
and came here to America. And I was raised in Portland, Oregon with an incredible family, my mom and dad, and they're still married. And I'm the youngest out of three kids. uh, I have two older brothers. One of them has autism. And then I'm with the physical disabilities of through society's eye, even though I don't think I'm disabled, but my mom pretty much raised us and went to school to educate herself on how to take care of people, someone or like kids with disability. And that's how she found special, like wanting to work with special ed uh, classes and all that stuff. And she had a really strong, he's just such a powerful, she's my like wonder woman because she's had to take care of like, like, you know, like, her kids with one with mental disability and the other with a physical and like, that's a lot. And especially being adopted. Yeah, absolutely. Wow. What an amazing story. Have you, have you, I noticed you have a real strong, like, uh, your confident person. Have you always been that way? I felt like I have. And I think like, uh, the lifestyle that like, you know, how you were raised, how you grew up in really impacts of who you are as a person. So probably how I, am the way how I am today and um you know I think it's also just like I'm very honest and very spoken of like how I feel because when I was younger I probably feel like people assume because of my disability or having no legs and um, they think that I'm not capable even though I'm very capable so it's just like you know when people are wanting to help out but really they're kind of like not helping they're actually making things worse and i think i've been more spoken up and more uh assertive when it comes to what my needs and wants are yeah do you think people are that way because they just don't understand or they just feel like oh let me help you and you're like i got myself i could do this myself i think uh you know human nature and human mind and mentality like we're all different you know and so our perspective of how we see things in life probably like um, interprets differently than what other, uh, you know, me and you or other people probably perceive such as like, someone might think that like it, you know, like, uh, let me help her. Like, you know, or like, like, uh, not really, not really, that's not saying understanding, but it's good to just ask before you, you do it or be like, Hey, do you need help? Yeah. And all that stuff. So I think that's what it is. Yeah, so you just always have been naturally like outgoing and like I could do this in your mind. Like I, I yeah. got this. It's not Never... really about proving anything. It's just like I got it. Like I don't need I don't need, you know. <laughs> There's something that I do ask for help sometimes when I feel lazy, but like um like not lazy. Okay, well sometimes I can be lazy now, but like in like my early twenties I used to just like uh you know, I guess I, I I've been more chill about it and kind of kind of like put myself like, okay, it's okay. I understand what they're trying to do. And like, I kind of accept it sometimes and it's okay. because not as stubborn. <laughs> I hear you. Well, I mean, people, people are born the way they're born, regardless uh, their mindset. And, you know, some people are more outgoing and more uh, than others and believe they could do anything no matter what. Um, the, the, did the thought ever cross your mind? That, like, I can't do this because of my condition or were you like, nah, I, I could still do whatever I need to do so being born without like legs is different versus losing something obviously I have never lost anything so my lifestyle and uh how I perceive and how I grow up is like different than someone who accidentally went like god forbid like went into a car accident and they like paralyzed or like 
accidentally like got into a bad like sport accident and they have to amputate their legs and all that stuff so they're totally transforming from their like what their life was once was and to now for me my life has always been this way without legs so I don't see myself as being disabled whatsoever and I kind of just adapt through life of what I can and can't do and even I feel like there's a well, there's a way, there's a way, there's well, you know, like I know like yeah. limits is my motto. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you know, we mentioned John Comer earlier and I tore, I knew John real well cause I toured the work tour with him several times and uh, he lost his leg like, and then he learned to skate. So it was like, he, l- he learned how to, to skate with one leg, which was awesome. You learned how to skate. Uh, what, like just, did you just always have a skateboard or was that something you just started doing? When I was nine you? years old, I oh, was starting started? skating. Yeah. I started skateboarding when I was nine years old. I grew up in a really like nice suburban area up in Portland, Oregon and um, went to a good school. My mom took me and uh, I have a lot of kids that was around me. That was mostly my neighborhood. So I kind of reminds my life, like my childhood life story, like the Sandlot times is my favorite movie. And um, we just were just kids outside. And my, one of my girlfriends had a skateboard from her brother. And I was like, ooh, I want to try that. And I went on her skateboard. I went down the hill and I almost got hit by a car and I had to build out. And I was like, wow, that is like the most craziest thing. And I love it. So I asked my mom for a skateboard and she got me a skateboard. And that's when I started skating. And I just went to my local skate park and I made friends and, and everyone saw me. And they're like, oh, wow. And I love that because like I love seeing their faces because I never seen a chick with no legs skateboarding. Yeah, I don't think a lot of people have. I think it's it's a it's a it's awesome. I think it's a, a inspiration for a lot of people. I you know that complain and say they can't do something or oh I can't do this, can't do that. You're like oh yeah, you can. You could do anything you want. And you said you said earlier before we started that you skate everything. You skate vert, street, all everything. Just try everything. I skate everything. Um, I think it's a. I think it's like important if. Uh, I think it's important if. Um, you have the, you know, like there's going to be times where like for me, I, I compete. Like I, I, this is what I do. Skateboarding is my work, part of my work, mostly my main and besides movies and all that stuff. But, um, I feel like you have your favorite, uh, you know, like, you have your favorite tricks. You have your favorite area where you're like, oh, this is this is really rad. I love this and all that. My favorite is pretty much rails and stairs. But I also like bowls, like vert and transitions just for fun because like it's a whole it, it, it's kind of like a whole different like, you know, ride and feel to it versus more technical when it comes to street. But I like street because it's like like there's a zone that I'm going in. Okay, I'm going to do this stair set and then I'm going to do this rail with like a 50, 50 or 50 like up the ramp or something. I don't know. There's like more strategic. But vert and all that, it's more like, man, I just want to skate. Like I just go down and I was just like, woo, just ride and carves and and just like, you know, uh just just have fun with it. So um I love both. I think it's cool to skate everything and it's important to skate everything for me uh, otherwise. But you have your favorite and you have your you know, you have your good and bad days. Absolutely. I mean, I always say that we, we've always been overall, you ride everything, you know, skate everything, try it, try your best. Uh, you said that, that your most, your, your main job is skating. So you have a bunch of sponsors. 
So um, my sponsors are pretty much um, my sponsors are Carver Boards, uh, Peg Bois, um, and I have I have who else? Um, yeah, I think they got for now. I don't know. I have like other. I, oh, wait, 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 hold on. I was just talking to them, and um, yeah, that's that's it. I don't, I don't know. That's it for now. But yeah. But you guys, but you said you compete too. You compete? I compete. Yeah, I compete too. Yeah. For, with the adaptive skate. Is there a big class of that? Actually, there's a whole community of uh, there is a whole community of uh, adaptive skateboarding. And um, I actually that's how I found my best friend Oscar Loretto was actually when I moved out here to California from or from Oregon 10 years ago. And he was skating at Venice Beach or uh, yeah. And or actually we met through online and stuff but there's i that's how i connected that's awesome that's awesome that's right do you like competing or is that another or do you like to just be more of like a you know free skater do your thing shoot photos shoot video that kind of thing um i like both i like everything in life um you know like competing is fun and all that and like sure you get to meet other like like incredible like rad athletes and skaters and all that but i also like to just like you know have fun and skate without thinking <laughs> without yeah. like without like having so much pressure and having a schedule so it's like it's fun to do both i guess i think i'm just very fortunate and blessed to have those opportunities and it's such a great community and adaptive skate because we have blind blind skaters and they're incredible i sometimes wonder how the heck they like skate blind with sensory and feel obviously and with their surrounding but like i have a couple homies that are like blind skaters and they shed hard and i'm like damn and they're like going down these like big bowls and like doing all these stuff and like how do how do they i don't know it's just so cool but then i look at myself and be like if i was like other people with legs they they probably think the same thing as me, but in a different perspective, like how does she skate without legs? So it's like so incredible of how like many humans that do so amazing things. And, and I love the skateboarding and, and, and the BMX and all like the at like sports community, because like you get to really op- like expand your mind and your third eye about like how people, how, how incredible people are. Absolutely. What do you get? I mean, I, I agree with you hundred percent. I believe like skating, moto, bikes, surf, everything. It's like the same mindset, but you're on a different instrument. You know what I mean? Like you're on a skateboard. I'm on a bike. It's on a surfboard. It's the same, like this thing you get inside uh, what it does. At least it does for me of like what riding is. Cause I've been riding for over 40 years and people are like, you still ride. Oh my God. Why do you still ride? And I was like, well, it's that feeling, you know, you're always chasing that feeling of like, Oh, you want to, you want this. Do you got the, do you have the same thing with you? Is that, is that what it's really about deep inside that feeling it gives you? That feeling that, yeah, definitely. I'm all about feel. So like that feeling of just like, like, I just like, to be honest, sometimes I, like, I don't live far from Venice beach. I actually locate around Marina Del Rey area. And, um, sometimes I just love skating by myself on my carver board, not doing any tricks and just like carving, writing and do escape meditation at night. And it really truly helps me with like my mental health and all that stuff. So it's nice. And sometimes I just love skating every day and just the feeling of it, because apparently a lot of people came up to me and just be like, I always see you skate around here and you put like the biggest smile. It makes me smile. And I love that because I love making people feel happy. That's good. 
Well, that well, I think you make a lot of people happy. I think you inspire a lot of people. You got? Do you ever have people come up to you and and say, "Yeah, oh, man, you know, you helped me." Yeah, you know, do, I would think. Do you do like a lot of speaking stuff and stuff like that with with different? I people do and different kids. You do, huh? I do. I I actually have my book Kanye Can coming out, and uh, and now and um and uh, just traveling all over the world in different countries, especially my country, Thailand. And I do motivational speaking, but also I sign skateboards my deck that I have and also uh, just showing them how I skateboard. And it's just a good time. I love my, I love my job to be honest. Cause like my That's job awesome. is skateboarding. So it's just like so cool to travel all over the world and like uh, inspire, but not just inspire, but like motivate kids to go out there. I mean, recently before COVID happened, I went back to my country, Thailand and I visited juveniles, like these kids with delinquency, you know, with, uh, like they in Thailand, the juvenile system is a whole different situation than here. It's more of like, you know, Buddhism style of just like forgiveness and kind of like you got to stay at this like locked up facility place. But also they don't treat them. They don't treat the kids wrong or anything like that. Like they they have to do like courses of just like, you know, things to kind of you know, like, what have you learned? Kind of like a boarding school for kids. But these kids, uh, you know, I heard their stories and like, some of them are pretty wild. And I don't want to mention anything of it, obviously. But like, I'm like, wow, like, I see the difference of how like they're treated there for, you know, uh, what they did versus here is more harsher than over there. And like, especially the things that they did there. It's like so crazy. And I, I, and these kids are like my, my bros, like my little, my little brothers and all that stuff. And, and they are so happy to see someone like me and other people that come out and give motivational speaking talk to them because like, they're literally just trying to figure out themselves because they come from broken homes. They come from family who doesn't love them. They come from murderous like family or abusive father or mother or something happens and all that stuff. But like they, you know, like, it, it's it's surprising because like you see these kids and like you know when you're younger you're very innocent but then you see the hate and you see the love you see mixture in the world and that's life you know but they but these kids they're still like living it and they love what we all do and they especially told me how much they love watching me skate and making them happy and, and making them want to like have hope still in the world absolutely you you that's amazing you uh you do a lot of, for a lot of people, and that's great. You uh, you got your book. I mean, you, mm -hmm. you, you, you breezed past that. Yeah, what, what's talk, let's talk about his book. What's, yeah. What's, uh, what's it about? So Kanye Can is pretty much uh, about my life, um, but um, this is more of more of a kind of like a kind of like a literal like kind of for a middle school teenage, you know, with skateboarding and all that stuff my next book is going to be more deep and younger like uh younger adult books that goes deep more into my uh like all most of my life but this is a lot of uh you know have little me of kanya kanya on a skateboard little me when i was a baby and um uh just like just good vibes and and um just like about how kind of helping kids of navigating through life situation of like there's a section where it says um you know i went to the hospital because i had to get surgery on my hands i was born with web fingers and three fingers and so coming to here in america making sure you're all healthy and good 
having surgery and making sure that like, you know, you have your like everything. And it's kind of a lot for a kid, to be honest. But um, I but I know kids that like, you know, everyone's going through their own situation in life. But I did have to go to the hospital and I hate the hospital. I don't like the doctors because I lived in the hospital before and I've always seen the doctors and it's like scary shit, you know, and like, I didn't yeah. like that. So, um, but, um, but my book kind of like helping, there's a little meditation in it where like, you can do this, breathe in, breathe out. You got this or something like that. Breathe in, breathe out. And my author is actually Thai. She lives in Kenya, but she does, um, uh, a cartoon of variety of different kids and, uh, races, ra- race, um, you know, culture and all that. Uh, in one story and she made pretty much like you know showcased that in South Africa but she's originally from Thailand and the artist is from Thailand so you have like you know the temples of Thailand and just make it all fun but my next book my second book is more of like you know serious oh deeper about your life and and the, the challenges you went through and how you were raised and all that yeah right? yeah yes yeah that's are there a lot of photos in this new the first book yeah a lot yeah. of photos more fun fun for kids and teenagers yeah rather than just being deep and and painful it's like this is the this yeah. is the fun side yeah absolutely you're 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 pretty that's amazing that's awesome you're taking what you uh what you have and you as far as like skateboarding when that's done for you and you're giving it back to and I just, that's what i love most about all this stuff and all these sports and people like yourself that are optimistic and and motivated and driven um you're you're multi-talented too I mean, yes. your movie, your movies. Oh, I googled yeah. you. I, I didn't. I didn't know that. I was like, okay, let's talk about this. Oh yeah, I um, I I do my own stunts. I do deadly stunts, and I have been with Walking the Walking Dead, Fear the Walking Dead, and so happy to be honest. Uh, that's over because I'm I'm done with doing deadly stunts. But um, that those were fun times. Like I told them that. You know, I don't want, I want to do fun stunts. I don't want to do boring, just crawling on the floor stunts, you know? And, um, I got to be my first stunt was actually for fear of the walking dead season four episode. I forgot what episode I did. I've done a lot of like TV shows, movies, but I was on a semi truck and I was there for literally almost a month because we were doing a cow catcher of, uh, like, um, custom made, uh, like, built-in thing for me to be in front of a semi-truck actually hook onto a semi-truck and they said you know that you're going around maybe 45 miles per hour 35 miles per hour maybe a little bit more on gravel and it was in texas hot heat i was like yeah let's do this and um i was pretty much just getting prepared myself to be hanging off in front of a semi-truck while it's moving and it felt great and they had crews everywhere just in case i actually fell off and um, no, I didn't. God forbid. <laughs> like, thank God. But I was just a zombie hanging off like uh, like I, my half body was just hanging. And the the one of the characters came out and just like, like, you know, like nail me and like, cut my head off and all that stuff. And it was just a lot of fun. And then the other one was when I was standing up on a actual prosthetic, uh, you know, limbs. And uh, it looks like I had legs, but I was like a zombie of the dead mom one to like one of the characters and uh i pretty much had to be severed half so my so i fell back half and then the legs just stand there it's like it looks trip like it looks really trippy but pretty much like uh there's a point where like i had to pretty much be body slammed and it was fun and then the other one was um when they had to put a 
uh, bag over my head and I could not breathe. And, but I was like, I got this. And like, I had to like, I was like, so this is what it's like to be kidnapped. <laughs> but, uh-huh. but, I don't, but like, I had to like wiggle myself around. They were carrying me and then they had to flop me onto the back of a truck. And then they had to tie me and it was like a crazy experience. And it was just a lot of fun time. And then the last one was uh, with what the walking dead. And I was uh, working with, uh, I forgot, start with the J I forgot his name. Uh, but, but anyways, um, uh, he, I pretty much was crawling in the back of the truck and I had to fall off up from the truck and crawl over to him and the, the character. And he like, like just bam my head off and all that stuff. So it was a lot of fun being with them but fx makeup i'm over it like i'm just uh, it's not really good for your skin and I, i'm good with that i'm i'm done with like crazy stunts on that but i think my favorite one is hawaii 50 where you can actually see my face and my whole body playing it and it was actually my biggest role of uh, uh pretty much script and i was so excited because i lived in hawaii for a month they paid for everything and i was like this, oh this is what it's like to be a, like like an actress and all that stuff so um and but the script was really like hard I had to not be myself I had to be a character that was the opposite of me who has lost legs and I never lost legs who was in the army and 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 got blown up and that's how she lose she lost legs she had people around her that didn't want to be with her like her husband with kids and Haleiwa in Hawaii with like you know different wife and all that and I had to be like damn this is hard role but I had to put myself in that vulnerable situation and just like go with it and the uh, director's like let's just play it out let's just keep doing it and they made me feel very comfortable and I love that because I don't like pressure when it comes to these type of work um and uh I just had fun and I actually did my own surfing and all that stuff and we were out in the waters for eight hours because they really want to surf in diamond head to get this shot and I'm like you guys don't read you know you guys don't read ocean because like they want this perfect shot but I'm like you guys obviously don't read ocean because we're, we're going to be here for a long time until we can get that perfect shot. But it was a lot of fun. And like, um, and uh, Kona and Rosie Valera had this connection and they had a fallout, but then it was like, so such a warm heartfelt touching moment. And it's called he moho how episode, I think season seven, no season. Yeah. Yeah. Season one, episode seven, I think, or season, I forgot it's he moho how, and that was fun. And then I was in Babylon and Babylon, uh, I got to meet Toby McGuire. I got to meet everybody. And I, I was like, wow, I cannot believe this is like a big movie. Like, but I was with the freak show, uh, you know, one of the circus acts. And um, they told me and they warned me that just let you know, like, this is going to be a really like sex scene. And there's going to be a lot of naked. And I'm like, let's just go for it. As long as I'm not naked, because I would never do that. But like uh, I was in lingerie and I was like part of a freak show worker in the background and all that stuff. But that was fun. I mean, even though I was like dancing for the for the babble, I was like, wow, I was actually in theaters. That's actually my first time ever being in theaters, even though I didn't say anything. But now but but now um, for The Keeper, which is the next movie that I'm actually doing, I actually helped wrote it and helped wrote the script for Ruby. And it's more of a thriller and uh, really, um, you know, about her and Jack and how it's kind of like one of those mystery but also it's all about energies and stuff so we've been working and writing this script for the last two years and we're going to be filming actually hopefully in canada or uh europe but we're trying to figure that out since the writer's strike you know and so we're not gonna 
probably film for tell next year but uh, it's a whole big script for me so i'm so excited to finally just have my voice and like my, my face out there besides doing you know stunts and all that little stuff but it's fun yeah that's amazing you've done a lot uh yeah i, I could see that because you get the typical role of like oh it's a zombie flick and it's not really like you're not challenging <laughs> you're not challenging yourself and, no, and yeah. I, th- I I got the take that you like to challenge. You like to challenge yourself on things yes. like like I do too. Like, like everybody does if they really want to be, you know, reinvent themselves or their career or advance. So it's exciting when you get that role of like, you know, I'm this so isn't stoked. me. Yeah, I bet. Yeah. So you wrote it too? I'm a little too, nervous. Yeah, I, I helped wrote it. The character of my, of my character, Ruby, and it was it took two, two three years like to we want to make sure this is perfect. We finally have the funds. We have everything that we needed. We just, we just need to the timing, and then next year, just pack up and film in Europe and Canada. And like, it's 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 gonna be. I have to be in this vulnerable. Like, this is actually a what actually another biggest role. And so I'm I'm really stoked because Ruby and Jack has a lot of uh, deep side to them and mysterious. That's my yeah. thriller. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So this would be your but biggest But I also role. love, but I also love, you know, I, I really want to be part of like, I almost got the role for with the Farley brothers that they wanted me, but um, they went, they went different, uh, different, uh, different, whatever. Um, but it was mostly like, I, I got to, I don't know. I mean, I love comedy. I, I did a sit up comedy and like before once, but I don't do, I don't do stand up or sit up comedy much, but I only did it once and it was a, a fun experience, but I probably wouldn't do it again unless I'm drunk. No, I don't know. <laughs> no, no, but I, I love, you I might love be comedy. Able to do it. Yeah. I love improv. If I, if there's a movie where, where I, where it's more of like an improv where like, okay, this is the script, but let's just like go with it. And like, whatever happens, happens. I love that type of work because I don't feel serious. Got it. Yeah, there, you don't have that additional pressure of like yeah, you have you to just be have this. Fun. Yeah. yeah, that's what stand up comedy is too, though. It's a lot of having fun. It's a lot of like creating yeah. a vibe. Yeah, you got to create a vibe. And if you're having fun, then people have fun with you. You know what I mean? And it's so it's all just about a vibe instead of like just kind of being yourself. You know, I can see you exactly. being able to. Do it. Yeah, I can see you being able to do it. Was it was a lot of sexual things because a lot of people are very curious about what it's like to have sex with someone with no legs. And I also, I'm just like, just think of about like, like a sack of potatoes, but with arms and you have nothing, you know, and you can just throw me out the window or you can just throw <laughs> me everywhere because, you know, I'm easy. Yeah. But like, no, it's that. And then that's my, always... actually my, my other friend, she, he's blind, but he's the one that's that roasts me and I love that. I love it when people roast me because like I love how other people get offended and they don't know what to say and they're puzzled, but I'm like laughing my head off. And my one of my friends, like he's literally like legally blind, but he's like, wait, Kanya, like cause I was picking him up and he's like, you know what's weird? I'm legally blind and you're about to drive me somewhere and you don't have any legs. Two cripple in one car. I don't know what else you, you said, but like it's just so you pulled it off though. You could even your car yeah. set up to where you could drive it. Yes, I have actually hand controls. Yeah, I have hand so, controls. Yeah. So awesome. Yeah, I saw that on yeah. your Instagram. Yeah, that's badass. And then one more thing you uh, you also do modeling and said, Do you model a lot too? Do you um, is that- modeling is more my side job? Like, uh, yeah, uh, I mean, it was fun in my early days when I needed a job. 
but modeling i feel like it's just a, a like a this like you know like hey we want you to model for adidas which i have uh for skateboarding okay cool let's do it or like hey this and this and so and so want you to model but i don't really focus on modeling anymore much um only yeah. if i need to for for other work that leads into it that makes sense got it and so is your goal your goal to be more of an actor or an actress i mean uh, and do more films yes Yes, I love acting and just like in a whole different world. And I love that. I'm more I'm more of an actress than a model. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. Well, no, I just saw I was just checking out online and just the different titles that were given to you. And I was like, just wanted to touch on that. Um, Yeah, it'd be good to get on a sitcom or like a TV series or a character. I love that. Yeah. You know, I can see myself in like, yeah, become a character. I was just thinking I was I love this show. I'm friends actually with um. This the whole new Hulu series. I forgot, but um, it was um, uh, uh, you know, these. It's all based in L.A. Um, uh, I forgot, but like, uh, oh my god, Frankie. I think Frankie's. I know the one you're talking about. Is it? Is it? Uh, is it like a Frankie? Uh, in it? Who is Frankie? He's like gangster. He's in it. He's like a, a comedian. And then is it is is Fabian in it? The skater. Yeah. You know who I'm talking about? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, uh, I can't think. I can't think of the name of the series, but I, I, I know what you're talking about. Uh, I, like I know Fabian. Those. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Something fun, a comedy. Yeah, fun. yeah, yeah. I yeah, can see I you do doing that. that. Yeah. Did you I go to acting school? Um, did you go actually, to any acting I school? I did. I when I was younger. When I was younger, my mom wanted me to do things during the summer, and so uh, she took me to like a Christian camp because she's Christian. I'm not religious. And so I'm not, I, I believe in God or what do you know, but I'm not going to get into that. I'm more spiritual, I guess. Uh, right. I don't know, but like, um, but my mom wanted me to do things. And so she took me to like, you know, uh, camping, like school camp. And like, she took me to music and theater, like theater, uh, school. And I got to be my first independent film or something like that. And I think that's how it started off that I wanted to do acting in the future. And now here I am, but like, I, I, I'm mostly just natural. I don't, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I, no, I hear you. I mean, people got knacks for things. They don't necessarily need to go to school as much. You know, I tell my no, son that all yeah. the time. Yeah. It's like with skating, you know, I learned how to ride bikes by just trying it. Right. And the things I believe in life is you just try them. Uh, and the same goes with my kids and, and the sports that they do is you just get better by trying it. And then you get, you figure out your own style. You know, yeah. I think we learned that through skating and riding, you know, of able to do, I feel this way. Let me ask you this. By being a bike rider and achieving all the stuff I've achieved with riding, I feel like I could do anything. Like, I feel like, oh, I could be a comedian. I could act. I could host. I could Because you compare it to what riding did for you and what it's proved for you. Do you feel the same way with skating? Does skating help you be a better actress? Give you that confidence? Um, um, for me, I feel like not just skateboarding, but I was in, oh, yeah. See, I do so much stuff. I don't even remember. But um, I was in the Paralympics for track and field and um in high school so i got first place in the 100 meters 200 400 and 800 meters and um, i had a track racing chair and all that so i feel like sports including skateboarding and including mono skiing and snowboarding because i was raised up the north and all that kind of blossomed me to expand for other future uh jobs and careers Got it. Yeah. It gives you that confidence. So like, oh, I could do that. I could do this. You know, Yeah, you have all the power and like, it's cool. And it's going to be like, like good and like 
you know, like uh, do things and be active. You know, we, this is our life that we need to live. And if we're not, I mean, for me, I feel like, you know, if you're, you're not dead, you got to go out there and live your life and feel and do things and be active, you know, and just like, like breathe and like, smell the roses per se and like uh the air and the ocean breeze and just like live absolutely i couldn't agree with you more what what's next for you we we did mention earlier you're going to go up to vert jungle <laughs> yeah, going up so there? uh yeah i'm i this is my first time and um i got invited to go up there uh with the with all the homies the shelby tacos the poseidon foundation actually the proceeds of the fundraising goes towards Poseidon and um and uh, yeah it's gonna be a great time it's my first time and um uh my homie well my well Shelby Taco's homies uh Tony he's a WCMX writer and they did something incredible for him and he's gonna be pretty much going down that ramp uh and I'm so excited to see WCMX like going down the ramp because they're incredible man like I think that's so cool like skate is skate and I love seeing other people with different disabilities of whatever that they want to adapt to in those type of communities and it, whether in WCMX chair or skateboarding and all that. It's just so cool to like watch. I, I can't do that. I, I would never want to take a, like a WCMX chair going down a ramp and then doing crazy like, you know, like my friend Aaron Featherham, like he does crazy Nitro Circus stuff. And like, it's so incredible watching him whenever I can. And he's such a humble guy. He's a cool, I want to shout out to him too. And I want to shout out to like, you know, uh, skateboard bus. And I want to shout out to obviously shove it. I want to shout it tacos. And I also want to shout out to Randy and Tim and, um, Andy. I met Andy at the, at the shred fest. He's such a humble dude. And I, I, I love all the, all these like skateboarding, I don't know, WC Max, BMX, dirt bike, whatever, like community. And also I want to shout out to like, my boyfriend Chad, he's a rad skater too, and and he's a close family friend, homie with Shove It Tacos, Randy and Tim guys. So he's he's we're like a power couple. Like he's he's such a rad skater, and like he can do so many tricks and stuff. And I'm like, I'm so lucky and blessed with all these amazing people in my life. Yeah, you're awesome. Uh, yeah, you know what? We're all blessed, right? We're all gonna keep jamming. We're gonna keep shredding. Uh, yeah. I wish you the best the best of time at, at Vert Jungle, and it's been awesome. Getting to know you, I think you're an inspiration, you're a motivator. Oh, thank you. <laughs> and you're super, yeah, you're super awesome, super cool vibe. Uh, where can people follow you, uh, your most, your social media, so you can get some fans from and people to follow you and see what you're doing? Yeah, More fans sure. than I'm, you have, yeah. <laughs> for sure. Um, I most I mostly use Kanye Sesser, uh, Instagram, um, you know, on Instagram and stuff like that. So it's my first and last name, Kanye Sesser. Um, on Instagram with the, obviously, you'll know me, blue check mark and, and all that stuff. Um you'll know that's actually me. <laughs> um, but like, uh, yeah. So yeah, it's just Instagram and just follow me and, um, you know, just adventure out with me and vibe of where I'm, where, wherever I'll be next. But yeah, let me know if there's any like cool movies and stuff. I've been in the, um, smash, uh, wait, yeah. wait so, sorry. We had a really bad connection the last like oh. 30 seconds. Uh, what did you say again? I was in music videos for Mark Sturmer, Blood and Guts, and I was in another music video for The Smashing Pumpkins, and then Doors to Doors, uh, Cannibal by Chevelle. So I do music videos too. Oh, cool, cool. Well, hey, if anybody you know wants to get in touch with you and wants you for a gig or hit just wants to have a session, yeah, hit her up. Or you want to get a session in, or just say what's up, high five. Also, get your book. 
All right, everybody out there, yes, get your book. Yes, Yeah, yes, yes. Well, keep it up. All right, keep inspiring and stay rad and have a great day. Thanks a lot for your time. Thank you so much. All right, bye. Bye. See you, bye.